I'm Shannon Grimm with Shannon Grimm and Partners at Howard Hanna Real Estate Services. We're here today with Courtney Price of Courtney Homes. I'm sorry, Your Price Homes LLC. Oops. Uh, <laughs> Courtney has um, started uh, doing some real estate investing and uh, they're actually going to be getting into building homes too. Correct. So, um, Courtney, you want to go ahead and just tell us uh, kind of what you're doing? Well, we started with home home renova- renovations for ourselves. Uh, we purchase a house, essentially flip it. We prefer to call it rehab. They uh, flips have a cheaper cheapening down of yes, the so property. Yes, we've all seen flips. Yes. Uh, so we would buy a house, go through all the bones, make sure it was structurally sound, change out the HVAC, new roof on almost all of them, and fix the major components first, and then we'll, we'd go through and make them pretty inside. And we'd sell them, obviously, for a profit. Um, and then the market changed. Mm-hmm. More difficult to get the right houses. We always... Oh, uh, hold on. Bathroom fan. It's just loud. It's going to be loud on here, too. You probably just turned the lights off on somebody. <laughs> okay. So that's what got us to the direction of looking at doing new builds. Um, we bought our first piece of land. We'll put up a house, essentially a spec house, okay. a small ranch, 15, 1600 square feet, and see how that goes and, and grow from there. Okay, that's not bad though. Nice. Uh, ranch, 1500, 1600 square feet. It's pretty yeah, good size. We stretched it. It was supposed to be like 1400. I think the final draft is closer to 1700 now, okay. but okay. nice floor plan. Everything, obviously, a ranch, everything on one level, three bedroom, two bath. Okay. And I know uh, Slavi is uh, wanting to get into uh, you know something similar where he's rehabbing homes and stuff with someone. Um, what suggestions would you have? for someone who's wanting to get into rehabbing? I think the first thing you need to do is decide what type of rehab you want to go after. Um, You know, there's the ones that buy just the cosmetics, put the money into those and move to the next one. Um, There's ones that buy houses that need more work than that. They only do the cosmetics and leave some of the problem areas. Um, For us, we decided we would never put a house on the market or sell it to someone that could potentially have major issues mm-hmm. within a small period of time. Um, and, and that's where it gets difficult to find those houses. You have to have all the resources in place. If it's got foundation issues, who's doing that work? Do all your homework up front to know who's going to carry you through once you purchase it. And also have those discussions of what's that cost going to be so mm-hmm. that you're making a proper buying decision when you get that, that first house or yeah, even the 10th, 20th one. Yeah, a lot of people right. just think I'm going to be an investor. So now I'm an investor and they think they can just go buy houses and people will just want to work for them and, you know, help them rehab them. But it's really hard if you don't already have people in place. It is. If you don't have them in place and you call any contractor right now, you might be six months out before they're capable to start your project. They're they're booked out so far in advance, especially when you get into the the specific trades, HVAC, plumbing, electrical. It's hard to get an electrician to show up. We're so short on electricians and plumbers. I think they said plumbing. I think they said we're about three thousand short on each. 
And their wow. prices have skyrocketed. Take it from someone who's had three plumbing issues in a row. They can charge what they want because they're on demand. I, I don't know what it is now, but five years ago, I was, well, I guess, seven, eight years ago, I was in the wholesale plumbing industry. And the average age of a licensed plumber at that point was 63. Oh, wow. So there there was, and still is, a drastic shortage for, for plumbers, oh. licensed plumbers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and people don't understand. We need tradespeople as much as, you know, and college isn't for everyone, so. It's the not, trades are and there's a lot, of money, a lot of money in, in the trades. And you can make a lot more money than some people with college degrees. Very right. true. But uh, what are some other obstacles you found while doing projects? Have you had any obstacles getting into building? Uh, it took us a while to get to survey, so we should have mm -hmm. broken ground already. Our lot is in Morrow County in Edison, um, and it was really difficult to get someone to come out and do the survey so that we could get our plans submitted to Edison to get approval to build. Um, I think we started that back in May or June of last year. We did finally get it surveyed, but it was like the end of August, and then by the time we could finalize our floor plan, once we confirmed our true lot size, uh, it's a narrow lot, so we were really tight on the edges. Um, we didn't get our, our floor plan done until September. Okay. Well. And, and then it, we were pushing to where we couldn't have it dried in before bad weather, so we put it on hold until the spring. So and you do a lot in Morrow County, too. That's primarily Morrow, Marion, Delaware. And how's the market in these areas? Is there like a high demand like here in uh, Columbus? Still fairly high. We're close enough mm -hmm. that the prices in Columbus have pushed some people that direction yeah. to get more house for the money. Um, it softened a little bit with the market currently, but everything's still moving. Prices are still a little higher there than, mm -hmm. than they were a year or two ago. Now, have you guys only bought land or have you bought pre-existing homes in the past and fixed those up? Yeah, we've, we've purchased pre-existing. We did most of those I guess all of those in Morrow County, with the exception mm -hmm. of we did buy one in Prospect. Um, we sold it early last year, okay. um, but the rest were all in Morrow County. And what kind of benefits do you see of buying land versus buying pre-existing? Well, for us, so the houses we were buying were very old homes. Mm -hmm. You demo it, and then you realize you have to redo. You know, sometimes the studs are not. 16 inch on centers in, in the older homes they're two feet or two and a half feet so you never know what you're getting into because you don't have x-ray vision <clears throat> exactly <laughs> and and that can be frustrating at times and a lot of additional work that you didn't necessarily anticipate so for us we decided it's much cleaner easier and 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 just smoother if you're doing it from the ground up instead of taking things out and trying to figure out what you can use and redoing the rest. Well, and then you kind of know what your costs are going to be, too. You do. You don't so. generally run into the hiccup of, uh, that's a $10,000 repair that we didn't see. Right. Yeah, no surprises. Which is a good point, too. If, if you're doing a rehab, once you have all your set prices that you've educated yourself on, always put that buffer in there. Yes, mm -hmm. I agree. Depending on the house, we'll add upwards of fifteen, twenty thousand as an unknown and frankly, we've generally ended okay. up using that amount. That's good, though. 
That way you're planning for those unforeseen. You do, and costs. if you don't use it, you make a little bit more profit at the end, more than what you thought you would. And if you do use it, you're making what you said as your base profit that you wanted on the house. So is your goal kind of to stay up north or is it to come down into? Because there's not a ton of lots left. No, like there's... Franklin County stuff, there'd be like teardowns maybe. Yeah, we're, we're focusing on the outlying areas. One, there's less investors that we're mm -hmm. competing with. There's less builders that we're competing with. Um, so it's a little easier to get it, although they're moving that direction with everything that's going yeah. on in central Ohio. Because we're running out of land. We're running out of land. Things are pushing mm -hmm. in all directions. Um, I would foresee in 15, 20 years, if it keeps going the way it is, Columbus is almost going to be Morrow yeah. County, so, yeah. or Columbus Market. Right. right. So what would you think that you're, or what do you anticipate the purchase price of your new construction home being? We've kicked that around. We're, we're hoping to be around the 300 price point, okay. um, but have decent finishes, not high end, but it'll have granite in it, probably 42 inch cabinets, okay. um, yeah. luxury vinyl, uh, nice carpet in the bedrooms, bathrooms, you know, again, not super high end, but, mm -hmm. but nice finishes, Kohler toilets. Mm -hmm. um, we, we, we try to not be builder grade, be better. Right. Um, and obviously we start building something where someone wants something specific will adapt to what they want. Well, you don't have many new construction homes in those areas to compete with. So I would think that you'd be <clears throat> able to get the price you're looking for just based on the fact that people know they're not going to have any issues for several years to come. Yeah, it'll be brand new. We'll probably do a metal roof on it. Oh, nice. Those are popular up there. Yeah. Um, nice. Those are expensive too. They are. We have a few connections. We use the Amish a lot for the, uh, for the metal nice. roofing and the price is better than if you call, mm -hmm. you know, a local roofing company. Nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. Well, it's probably harder to get the local roofing companies to go there. They probably don't have very many local companies. You see them up there sometimes, okay. but they like to do the asphalt roofs. Mm -hmm. Amish, actually, the ones we've dealt with, prefer to do the metal over asphalt. Nice. Um, so the pricing it's is in better. line. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, it's hard nice. to get the Amish to come this far down because yeah. they're paying for rides. and. Yeah. But they always do quality work, so that's nice. They do. So, nice. Um, any questions, Lobby? Yes, I was going to ask about your uh, first um, <clears throat> first experience. How did that go? Because we are about to jump into the first one, so just wanted to uh, ask if you did you make any profit? Did it, how did it go? Did it go smooth? Uh, any surprises? It did. So I have a business partner. Okay. So it's the two of us. Uh, we do a lot of the work <laughs> ourselves. Um, and at that time, he had a full time job, and I had my time dedicated to another portion of, of a business that okay. I do as well. Uh, so we essentially had one day a week okay. that we set aside. Right. That one day we worked on the house. Um, believe it or not, it was a it was a small ranch, two bedroom, one bath ranch. Okay. I think about 850 square feet in Mount Gilead. Mm -hmm. um, it was in very rough shape and we had one day, we did it all except for the HVAC roof and the siding you did yourselves everything except we did for the everything mm -hmm. else ourselves. one day a week pushing through um we bought that house for i think fifteen thousand dollars yeah when was this uh 2019 okay 
And I think when we finished, we had approximately 75000 into it, and we sold it for a little over one twenty-five. So there was profit. It ended up being about a eight or a nine month venture. Okay. That's not um, horrible though. It's almost like building though. No, it is. Because you're yeah. essentially doing that. And again, it was one day a week. That's still, yeah, not bad for one day a week. Yeah, that's true, one day a week. And when we got towards the end, we'd put weekends into there and some extra days here yeah. and there. But I'd, I'd say at average, it wasn't more than two days a week. Um, uh, we did have the drywall subbed out too. Okay. We always have drywall subbed out. So once we finished it, we bought the one next door and did the exact same thing. <laughs> well, that's good for the neighborhoods, too. So. It was. That whole street has changed. There's a few other investors up there that started buying in that area, and the whole street looks totally different than it did four or five years ago. Well, that has to make you feel good, too, to it does. see that you're making a difference in the communities. And we've partnered with one of the big investors up there on, on numerous projects, too, and collaborated, did some work for him. He's helped us out here and there. So nice. uh, a lot of the areas that were getting run down are, are now looking like nice houses, and they're still affordable. I was going to say you know, still people affordable. People are still yeah. able to buy them and have a great house versus, you know, one that I, I don't. Somebody had lived in that house eight months before we bought it, and I do not know how they did. Well, it it becomes a a thing, right? So like in the smaller towns, it's like where I grew up. You kind of live in that house until you die. Yeah. And as people age, they don't want people coming in. They're afraid to have strangers in the house to do work, and they just sort of let it go. And then you still have people that are getting to the age where they want to buy houses. So, you know, you're helping keep those people in the areas that they want to stay in. Yeah. Because that's where the families are. People usually don't move very far from home. And the nice thing in those smaller communities, even in the areas that are run down a bit there's always a nice house so you're bringing the entire neighborhood back up and bringing pride to a oh, street yeah. or a neighborhood right yeah yeah and um, always when you're uh, working on a project you always talk to their neighbors somebody wants to sell so that's another advantage too like a um, positive thing i would say so yeah definitely and for us because it was becoming more difficult to buy buy houses that we could do what we do to um the neighbors would come over and ask Will you do our kitchen? Will yeah, I was going to ask you, will you do projects for people too? We do. Um, and, and that's a newer thing in the past year. We have all of our insurance in place. Um, we carry way more than what's required in any county or, or city. Um, and that's something we've moved to mm -hmm. because we got to stay busy. He quit and his full-time job and we do it full-time now. So we've we've started doing that we'll probably run some advertisements in the near future so um, what kind of what kind of projects would you be looking for well interior wise um we love kitchens it's an area you can impact them fairly quickly and, mm -hmm. and make really nice uh, we have a good wholesaler that we buy cabinets from so we can give a really nice quality cabinet for more reasonable than what you find at the big box stores. Nice. Um, finished basements are always fun. Uh, we, we do flooring like the luxury vinyl, but mm -hmm. there's definitely companies that are a lot quicker at flooring than, right. than what we are. We don't do it every day. <clears throat> Exterior wise, the decks, fencing, um, we do have some some excavation equipment. We have a mini, mini excavator track loader so we can do driveways we can do trenching 
uh, different things. Good to know. That's awesome. Yeah, because we have a hard time finding people that can do decks and fences and stuff. So, like, how far of an area are you looking to to work? Uh, so most of our equipment is based out of Mount Gilead. Mm -hmm. I live in Delaware. My partner lives in Mount Gilead and has the space to house all of our tools. So we're coming out of Mount Gilead, but we've done some work in Upper Arlington, in Columbus, um, and then Delaware, Marion, Mount Gilead uh, for the right job. I mean, obviously we'll we'll go anywhere. How awesome. equipment will travel? It will. As a matter of fact, my business partner's uh, relative li lives around D.C. and was actually wanting to have us come do their kitchen. Oh. And we were had housing, obviously, being his relative, mm -hmm. but we were about to go there. Okay. Nice. So if someone is looking to have you uh, do a project for them or find out more about what you're doing, how would they get a hold of you? Uh, we have an office phone, 614-453-5000. Okay. Uh, or you can reach me on my cell, 614-348-2911. Text, phone call on, on that number. The office number is solely phone calls. Okay. Okay. And uh, yeah, I still have an office number, too, because we operate businesses. People <laughs> just assume that everything's a cell phone. Um, but we thank you for your time. Anything else you want to add? No. Thanks okay. for inviting us in. And feel free to reach out to us if you have questions, anything we can ever help with. Okay. Thank you, Courtney. Yep. Thank you for joining. Thank you. Thank you. And again, it's Courtney Price with Your Price Homes LLC as I read his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for coming. Yeah, thank you.